Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about uh, pop culture, movies and TV mostly. We pick themes and our fabulous Meat Buddies pick what we watch on that theme. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording today in our studio session. Everybody's here with me at the Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone, and I have a great uh, recorded in the same room panel. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez, part two. On Twitter, it's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Three, two, one, let's jam! There you go, starting off right. Exactly how it should be started yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, good singing. Yeah. Uh, really good. Thank you. Actually, I don't know if this is a thing you want to commit to, but what if every episode when I introduce you specifically, you always sung the theme song <laughs> to, get, uh, to different things. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Intro that's music or theme song. I think we're gonna end up watching way more James Bond movies. <laughs> things with themes. Yeah. Sing yeah. me the. Uh, what was the Moonraker theme? Moonraker. Yeah, that is just, not. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good was attempt that, though. Was that Goldfinger? But the yeah, Moonraker. Yeah. I, okay. I, I always sing every James Bond theme in the Goldfinger. That seems like the best for one. Some reason, yeah. I don't know why. I just. That was Moon River. Moon. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good too. Uh, also joining us today at Uncle Kate with a C C A T on Twitter. Please welcome back Caitlin Weirhauser. If you don't work, you don't eat. You're a hunting dog. Hunt up some food. We girls are different. <laughs> we have to be pampered because we're delicate and refined. <laughs> uh, man, hunting dog. Are they? Well, this is toward. I assume this is towards Ian. Ein. 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 Ein is a. Faye takes hunting. the last thing out of the fridge and it's a can of dog food yes. and eats the dog food <laughs> while Ein's just waiting by his bowl. <laughs> he's like, you go hunt. <laughs> we girls are delicate and refined. I don't think he's a hunting dog. He's a data dog. No, data dog well, he's yeah. a data dog. But like, yeah. aren't corgis, they're like shepherd dogs. No, they, uh, uh, I don't think they're shepherd dogs. Otherwise, they would not have such short legs. I think they're They're unfortunate dogs. They're, 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 yeah, unfortunate. they're like, oh my God, I'm sorry that somebody did that to a once noble creature. Yeah. But they're, they're come, come on my lap. Come to Sorry, sorry, we made you perfect. They're Please queens. enjoy life. They're dogs for the queen. Yeah. yeah, I think they also are shepherds. I, this is crazy, but I, I know it's stupid because they're tiny legs. But I think I looked this up one time. Maybe for like. There's literally no pigs. way to find out, but maybe guinea pigs. And oh there's like, shit! Ian's also the type of dog that can do whatever the plot requires. He could shepherd some sheep if he needed sure, to. Yeah, He's yeah. a very intelligent He'd dog. Get in there. What yeah. if you? Uh, yeah. What if they were sheep that were bred with shorter legs, just for fairness? And then the and the corgi could shepherd them around, but they couldn't run too fast. Like I said, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Well, guinea pigs are they're you don't you're not wearing a guinea pig Perfect. sweater. Uh, also joining us today, you can read his uh, his musings and poetry at clickedintoplace.wordpress.com. Uh, also the host of You're Welcome, a great comedy show on Wednesday nights in Portland, Oregon. Please welcome back or please welcome first time on the show, Mr. Thomas Lundy. You're still me, but you're a newer me. Oh shit! <laughs> that's that's a head trip. I don't remember what that one was from either. That, I don't remember. Did I not pay that much attention? To that was in well, that was in episode eighteen. Yeah, I really, really thought episode. you were going. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, are they going to get to my favorite part of oh, it? Oh, we didn't but, get to your yeah. favorite. Oh shit, that was the one after the mushrooms. It's a sappy one though. Yeah, um, which one is watched? episode eighteen? Uh, this is the one about Faye's past. Okay, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. And yeah, there's a couple where it gets into like Ed's past and Faye's past that yeah. are like, yeah. fuck. Oh, damn. Yeah, I really oh, right so, in the feels. So I selected what episodes we would watch for this yeah. one, and I, my thinking behind it was I wanted to get because uh, I knew Alex had never seen it before was to get the main cast introduced, yes, and Good not sampling. do any of the uh, overarching story arcs. Yeah, yeah. So like. 
there is like a main villain of the series that is introduced in episode four, four and, five. and five. Yeah, so like you did good job. Yeah, I, tried I was gonna to say you did a really good job oh, of picking yeah. the episodes. Yeah, look at um, that. Plus, yeah, you got so one of my favorite villains. Episode twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pino, Pino. Mm. So, so these. Oh. Just so you know, we'll actually we'll get we'll get to these episodes yeah. in a second. But it was one through three, nine, seventeen, and twenty. And I accidentally watched one through four, nine, and seventeen. So I didn't see twenty. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. That was the one I wanted you to watch so much. Yeah. Mm, sorry, Pero. I messed up. I yeah. did watch the one with the mushrooms though. So yeah, that was very Samba. funny. Uh, anyway, but so this. <laughs> let's talk about why we're doing this first. This is episode number four hundred and forty of the program. We have now done as many episodes. Sorry, I touched your leg, Anthony. Don't um, worry about weird, it. Weird, non, not not usually a problem on Skype. Anyway, no. uh, we've done as many episodes <laughs> as the fine in euros that British playboy Jody Sanders had to pay after he crashed his three hundred thousand dollars Rolls Royce into a tobacco shop. <laughs> he got away with wow. a four hundred and forty euro fine. That's so conservative. That's so lean. Yeah. It seems lean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, in case you're worried, the two women in bikinis who were sitting on the back of the convertible on, well, uh, were unharmed. Into, is this real? Right. This is real. What? They were That's unharmed. That's why the fine was so low. It was like, oh, everybody was fine. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> survived. It's a British playboy by the name of Jody Sanders. He uh, refers to himself as a maverick tycoon. It is unclear what he does for work. He wow. was Instagram. hunted yeah. by cops. Dope on Instagram. He was hunted by the cops briefly, but then he handed himself, uh, he turned himself in. Um, Just like a maverick would do. Yeah. He claimed. Yeah. Known maverick. The Brit, okay. the Brit claimed uh, that the tobacco shop, uh, or the reason he hit the tobacco shop was he lost control of his vehicle after his sandals he was wearing got caught under the gas pedal. What? So, yeah. I think I that job it. title. First of all, I believe him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. That job title comes from having enough money to just make up what it is you do. Like, you don't yeah, work yeah. anymore. You're like, what do you do? Uh, economic correspondent. Maverick. <laughs> yeah. You start looking around. Uh, powerhouse. Here's yeah. the <laughs> Kaiser Soze, the room. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the craziest thing about this to me is uh, the article that I was reading said that he, because he paid in cash the fine right away, he got a 50% discount. <laughs> Do you know you could just do what? that? That's, that's not a thing here. I think that's called a bribe. <laughs> it sounds like a bribe. <laughs> that is at inching dangerously close to. Anyway, well, it's a I found this discount. coupon. It's a bribe. Yeah. It's a straight up bribe. <laughs> Speaking of reckless cowboys, this week we are talking about <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, the 1998 <laughs> animated series. Uh, get all the money and guns together. Is that what he says? Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so why are we doing this? It is anime. Woo. It's Anna May. Anime, May, Anime. Uh, took me a minute. It's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> when we <laughs> watch different, different anime. Yep, very different anime. Anna May. Uh, so, uh, and this is frequently cited as uh, one of the greatest animes of all time and, and is credited with revitalizing anime in America, especially. Um, also, uh, my buddy Jace, when I was in high school, w- tried to get me to watch this probably 2,000 times. So, <laughs> this is for you, Jace. I finally got around to it. Uh, Let's go around. How did you get into it? Well, How, almost, almost, okay. almost. Okay. Um, I was just also, ready. The main reason why we did it is because our meat buddies voted for it. Yay. So if you're a meat buddy, you go to readdistribute.com slash meat buddies to become one. Great you job. get to vote on what we're going to watch. So uh, they've picked out a wonderful variety of animes for us to enjoy this month, including this. So become a meat buddy. Readdistribute.com slash meat buddies. Even a small donation will give you full voting rights. So uh, I guess, yeah, we'll start. You guys are all the panel. Is yeah. all familiar with this before? You've all seen yeah. the whole series so yeah. before, at least yeah. once. So much in love. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got into Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Phil, I like the way. I imagine the story is going to be maybe face similar. I saw Akira when uh, I was in high school, mm-hmm. and then I was like, 
anime is amazing. I think that was like, so it was, I had like, yeah, exactly. I had like a few year period when I was like, especially like, I felt like we were very lucky. I mean, uh, modern kids are so much easier in terms of how they can find stuff, but we were lucky enough to have like, a, a Cartoon Network and Toonami, like they did it like Foolie yep. Coolie, Cowboy yeah. Bebop. So, like, that was my first real introduction to this. And just to remind everybody from last week, we talked about this Akira is the um, uh, dress shop that sells sex, sexy dresses, <laughs> cute yeah. crop tops, and so many shoes. Shopakira.com. Yes, so I went there and then they were playing. <laughs> I did not know it as I Googled it last week and then I had forgotten and I just Googled it again and was reminded of the dresses. Yeah, I so. went in, they were playing like some real nice jazz and I was like, I like this music. What is it? Um, it's really sad when something you create has to be like you have to add an Akira movie. movie like yeah. something yeah, yeah. else takes well, it over. <laughs> I mean, that is sad, but speaking as like alexfalconecomedy.com, like I get I well, know. and the, it is just a Japanese name. Like they, they right. kind of just named their movie. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's, it's like a movie know. called. Day yeah, Day. it'd be yeah. like if you started a fashion store called Cowboy Bebop. That would be weird. <laughs> be like, very yeah, specific. That's a very specific thing. That would be. So, it's a, such a good, good name. name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I went through the whole series. Uh, then um, wait, so does this story end with? Sorry, not. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but does this story end with you being disappointed? When was the first time you watched an anime and were like, oh, maybe it's not all good? I remember like trying to like get into like deeper stuff, like uh, going into like more like Bleach, like those kind of popular animes. What is Bleach? Time. Bleach is like a anime it's not show. The Witch yeah. Hunter, is it? No, that's the one when they're like killing demons. It's a uh, it's a show. No, it's not anime. Witch Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of those animes that has like hundreds of episodes. episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got yeah. into the I and mean, like so I mean those were like I tried to get into some of that stuff and I, that kind of I bounced off. But I've always been a big like. I, I think if it wasn't for like Akira and uh, Cowboy Bebop, I probably would not have been like, oh, Miyazaki films. So right. like, yeah. right. like a lot of like that kind of stuff, I'm very into still to this day. Um, yeah. Kaylin, where'd you find out about this? Uh, How'd this happen to you? I, my brother came home for a summer in between mm. my first year of college and then me like fucking off to California. And he was like, you got to watch this. We grew up watching Westerns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a- adoring that like, culture base of like the maverick real (laughs) the actual real maverick gunslinger whatever kind of chaos that came with uh those and then he was like you got to watch this it's like a cartoon like whatever cowboy western yeah space western and then fell in love with cowboy bebop he got me into trigun and then Loop in the third, and all okay. three of those have very similar kind of like arch- yeah. like character archetypes, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite. And so now, as I watch like watch other anime, those the the types that I like the most uh, are kind of these affable borderline anti-hero but yeah. m- mostly just like charming by accident and everything kind of wor- like uh, I like those very very much but then also he the secondary affinity I have is for uh, Yoko Kano the musician mm-hmm. from Seatbelts that like put oh. together this incredible jazz ensemble full orchestral ensemble to do all of the music for this uh, you were into has, this before this before Seatbelts no, or before like, this oh that this intro song that. was like too good to yeah. ignore yeah. so immediately went and looked it up where we had to still wait for dial up speeds <laughs> to yeah. find out who Yako uh, Kano is and then was like, it so is the, are the Seatbelts like a known group or are they put together specifically for this show he put together the musical director put together this group no I think for this album for this ensemble and then they did I don't know what else they did they did another album 
I mean, something. The, the, yeah, we're going to talk more about the. Uh, it's the, incredible. The the soundtrack, but especially the opening song a little bit later because it is unfuckable. Yeah, I mean, good. So much very, very of good. like the tsunami kind of a- animation block got, like introduced me to things that were just like cool, like the music of Fully Cooly, the music yeah. of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Just, like, there's so many things in the show that was just like so cool to me when I was a teenager. I just, uh, yeah, I just heard an interview with uh, H. John Benjamin the other day. Did you hear about his jazz record? No. Did you guys know? So H. John Benjamin. I can put see out, that though. No. He's got a jazzy. I know kinda. he seems like it. This is, he he put out a, a jazz record called "I Guess I Should Have Learned How to Play Piano," <laughs> and what he did was he just booked a bunch of studio musicians, got them all together in a recording studio to make a jazz album, and didn't tell them that he doesn't know how to play piano. So they just are playing and they're jamming and they'll like That's cue amazing. him for a solo I and saw he that cannot thing. play. It's That's very funny. funny. It's so funny. Also, sorry, Yoko Kano is a woman. I forgot that. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Yoko. Um, uh, we know that from Noriko. Also, that does... Uh, that a, a, a gender aside here is that I watched uh, the... Uh, I watched uh, Princess Jellyfish last mm-hmm. week and that is uh, whatever... I can't remember the Japanese words. That is aimed at uh, women. This feels more like it is aimed at men, and I feel guilty for liking this more than that. I feel oh, like I don't really? like falling into, I don't know, it's like I like the smell of like boy shampoo more than girl shampoo. I just feel like you guys were manipulating me and it worked, and I feel okay. bad about that. But are you at all surprised that I like Cowboy Bebop more than Princess Jellyfish? No, no. <laughs> you, uh, See? You, you, have, Sometimes you are your just... own drummer. Is <laughs> that what you. you're saying? Um, no, I mean, I this know. is good. And I know, I mean, I mean, obviously, plenty of women are into this. And uh, the guys on the show last week mostly liked Princess Jellyfish. Yeah. Gender's I, fake. It is. Totally yeah. fake. But that's why, because of that, yeah. I feel super guilty when I feel like I'm falling into the trappings of it. Oh. And, like, I Westerns just... are so focused on this stupid male uh, archetype that yeah. I also hate. So when I'm, like, the really into and bravado. it, yeah. But this, I think, is a really well-balanced, like, cast. Yeah. Also, uh, with the adoption of Faye yeah, yeah. and Ed, who are the utter chaos elements to yeah. other Otherwise, um, in direct contrast, makes Spike and Jet just seem like so put together. Yeah, yeah. and, and there's some so well ordered stuff in the series. There are episodes that deal with gender directly. Yeah, there's like there's and like phase manipulation of gender. I yeah. think it's always hilarious like and well done. Your introduction to her is basically like she yeah. uses her basically like. Wiles. Yeah, her, yeah, her, <laughs> her, yeah, to manipulate all the characters around her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my secondary quote that I was going to use is easy come, easy go, cowboy. You know yeah. what they say? Easy come, easy go. So wait, you took all of our money you stole from us and yes. gambled it all away? Easy come, easy go. <laughs> I, I do like Faye. I would like the series more if Ed died suddenly. But anyway, we'll come Ooh, back to that. Uh, oh, Thomas, God. how did you find out? Like, so you you are, I believe, I'm the deepest I'm calling the cops. Hang on yeah. really yeah. quick. I mean, oh, I... Was always kind of like a, a nerdy escapist kid growing up, and I was really into cartoons, and that of course leads into Dragon Ball Z. Sure. And as I got older, though, my biggest complaint with like to- the shows on Toonami was like they were just like we said, there's hundreds of episodes yeah. to yeah. most anime, hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and most and before I discovered this, I guess sector of anime, most animates me, I would be like, oh, it's cool. But it's very clearly like there's an element of campiness that I yeah, couldn't sure. as I got older that I didn't like. And it was like there's just too much filler 
Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I would stay up late, and I forget the name of the midnight block. I think it might have been Toonami, but Toonami started out at midnight. Yeah. And they had all these cool animes that I had uh, never heard of before. Darker ones and yeah. like yeah, moodier ones. ones. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh my God, look at this. This is cool. These main characters aren't like these overblown like character yeah. caricatures of the hero archetype and things like that. And Cowboy Bebop was, I was like, oh, this is, r-. but I never got to see all of the episodes mm-hmm. because, you know, you never stay up that late. And then I had a friend much like you. He's like, dude, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. We sat mm-hmm. down and I was like, wait, it's only 26 episodes? Yeah. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah, Tells like, the entire like self-contained story with like a phenomenal ending. The ending of Cowboy Bebop is yeah. so good. Was it was when Ed dies? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you have to stop saying okay. that. Not like, like it's not even <laughs> funny you have to stop saying that (laughs) that's fucked up Uh, so let me just summarize for people who have not watched Cowboy Bebop let me just give you a very brief summary of what uh, I have experienced so the year is 2071 Spike is a bounty hunter who uh, does magic tricks uh, and wears sloppy suits, but is pretty good at hunting bounties, except for the part where he collects money. He's got it's one not, fake eye. Yeah, it's He's not a magic eye. trick. Yeah. It's sleight of hand. He, does sleight of hand. Yeah. he like swallows cigarettes. Uh, and uh, he while does swallow that cigarette. Um, yeah. He does some some he does some sleight of hand, yeah. uh, which I think is rad. Um, he works with a guy named Jet who has metallic bags oh. under his eyes and a metallic comb. And a metallic arm? Yeah. yeah. Is this every character I mention, you're going to tell me which thing one. of him is not real? Yeah, no, probably. They're, they're the only two, I think. <laughs> Faye is hundreds of years old. I don't know if you got that. Yeah. And a metallic oh, I did, but I couldn't tell if there was, that was so real or sad. not. Yeah, she's it's like real, cryogenically. Yeah. Fr- she's not like magical got, or anything, but she was oh. like frozen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Again, no to the big st- overarching strength. Wait, so she was frozen and for hundreds of years and then is woken up? She hasn't like frozen in her youthful state. She is like... She just like skipped a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, she shit. was frozen as a young woman. That then, is a gnarly now, kind of time yeah. travel. Yeah, because everyone is gone, and that's yes. like she has this yeah. deep gnawing. Interesting. Why she doesn't Grief. Let people get close. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And she also doesn't remember who she was before that either. So it's like this vague thing. She just knows she has a past. She gets a little flashback. Fr- yeah. That's why she obsesses over the fountain. Did you watch? No, no. that wasn't an episode mm. you watched anyway. I, w- I was reading the, the Wikipedia summary of this, and I it does not go chronologically. It's like, so Spike is a person and then describes his backstory. Yeah. Yeah. And then Faye is a person who is hundreds of years well, old. Well, because you do a chron- Well, that's yeah. the thing about it's the show to, yeah. is it's, it's not really... A chronological. The show has this feel of like a '90s, late '80s cop show. Episodic. Yeah. It's very yeah. episodic. Yeah. But where you could just put one on. But with leaving your, but with, with like leaking out backstory. Yeah. 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 And yeah. there's like five, six episodes that directly deal with like this overarching yeah. narrative, and yeah. then each character gets like Jet gets one episode that goes into him. Faye gets right. one episode. Ed gets one episode near the end. So their 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 main thing is that they hang out in the future. There's a lot of bounty hunters, and uh, these guys they just fly cowboys. around. They, they're they called call cowboys. cowboys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they fly around uh, the local universe. They are not. Uh, do we ever go past? Like they're like in Ganymede. They're in moons. They spend yeah. a lot of time on Mars. Because Earth is fucked, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I didn't entirely catch why Earth is not so great anymore. A, but like Tijuana. explosion. All yeah. I noticed was that Tijuana is all Japanese people. That's all I remember. Yeah. I don't understand anything else about the Earth. Well, the interesting that Earth is fucked up because if there's a thing that people say about anime, there's a trending theme in all of it. Some people say that uh, the bombs and World War II, the dropping yeah. of the bombs, yeah. 
kind of spawned oh. anime in general because most animes revolve around some sort of large catastrophic event yeah. Yeah. that society is recovering oh, afterward. They're all yeah, post-doomsday. So. Yeah. Wow. And it's, yeah, born out of Japanese that's culture heavy. on that. So Earth of, is usually fucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, and some, I like doing those where like you can figure out which animes exist, exist in the same universe or in the same like. Sure. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> uh, but so Mars is like rad though. Like yeah. Mars is terraformed. Yeah. You can yeah. walk around outside. Mm -hmm. And then they also go to some other Ganymede and some other like moons and shit. Yeah. But they're not like off in Alpha Centauri, right? This is all just around the. I think it's local. It's yeah. all pretty localized. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so they uh, they fly around trying to capture these people uh, who have committed crimes, but the cops don't have time to catch them themselves. And there's a mysterious large criminal organization called the Syndicate that seems to run the universe. That's all I know about that. Um, and these guys are like pretty good at fighting and predicting when they're about to be double crossed, and they're very clever. Ugh. And as far as I can tell. Just real shit as bounty hunters. They're just <laughs> not good really at getting paid. Never yeah. get paid. Yeah. And they're, they're so very good bounty hunters. Yeah, they're so good. They're like no, they're like good like but bounty chasers. And forever not good. bad luck yeah. thing that follows them. They do it for the the love of the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not yeah. they're not bounty closers. That's what yeah. I've noticed. And that's what makes them. Do not, they never, never get, get anything? Because in the episodes you showed me, they never succeed at anything. I mean, they have paydays occasionally. They do. Yeah. 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 My favorite but, is even when they do. It's like, oh, that we've ruled that computers aren't like humans, yeah. so we won't pay a bounty on oh, the yeah, computer yeah, they when they catch, catch the yeah, 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 yeah. So that. Like, yeah. Uh, well, no. The collateral damage was so much that yeah, they it outweighs it. Even. Yeah. 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 I love that. Stuff. How do they stay? Because there is one. The mushroom. That's why they're constantly hungry. they're always starving. Yeah. If anything, that's the only real storyline that goes from episode to episode is how broke. Improvised yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, if the first episode they go, oh, we made thirty million, it'd be like, okay, yeah. cool, great show. That was the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how it's yeah. written because like you get a kind of extra bonus if you watch from the beginning through. <laughs> but if you just pick up an episode randomly, you get like they're hungry. But if you get that this is episode like sixteen of seventeen where they're starving, yeah. like yeah. it's it's funnier to yeah. you, right? Yeah. That we're making bell peppers and beef again. Yeah, There's no yeah. beef in this. Well, right. they're giving a lot of bell peppers, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have a. They also add some new recruits. They add Ein, who is a corgi and rad as fuck. Data, data dog. dog. He's yeah. a data dog, which mm -hmm. means something. He's incredibly intelligent. Like he is, like very smart. And there's. They don't really have a. I don't. They don't think they get another episode when they. Ein and Ed get to do some exploration together, which is weird. But like, Ein has the intelligence of a computer and has access to like. Millions of, I don't know, has I access to something. Does have data within it that that's is what, like valuable? Yeah. Yeah. That's this what, is what I'm thought. asking. They yeah. don't yeah. say, they don't ever answer that? They don't explain too much right. of They kind of just let yeah. I be a dog. He seems to be kind yeah. of just a dog. That's which very like. yeah. smart. Mm -hmm. Smart, but like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like a thumb drive I with think a dog. No, the I data think part was so that they could make it precocious enough to like be a character in an sure. anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I, mean, I think there's an episode though where Ein and Ed work together. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, a, the mushroom episode. They are the ones they who get the pal around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, they also like but... they're like inseparable essentially yeah. throughout yeah. the series. Oh, which is so interesting. Uh, I guess dogs like everybody. Yeah. Um, Ayn, so Ayn is Ayn doesn't like Faye. Ayn's yeah. amazing. Faye is a spiky-haired, very old hustler type. Uh, With an impossible body and impossible outfit. Yeah, oh, no, the outfit is that Spike you mentioned. Sorry. Faye, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Spike's the one with the spiky hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but she spiky yeah. hair. Faye is the hundred-year-old lady. lady. Valentine. Yeah. 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 Wait, Faye Valentine. There's too many people now. I've gotten lost. <laughs> but then there's Ed. So Ed is a uh, child hacker who doesn't wear shoes and baby talks in the third person. 
and how you could let a person like that into your hearts it just mystifies me. If you what? you never wear shoes and you baby talk and you speak in the third person, we're done. That's three strikes right She's there. She's a child prodigy orphaned. Yeah. Like you sure, there's cool. such sorrow shoes. and tragedy. <laughs> she can't wear shoes, it messes up her flow. Yeah, <laughs> but you gotta remember I mean like Ed a, is not a real person. There's yeah. a suspension of disbelief. Ed's yeah. an anime character. Yeah. Like there are so many people that right, don't sure. work as real people. Exactly. And, anime, and I'm like, look oh, at would any the, of these yeah, as any real these people. people. <laughs> well, we also get to touch on the fact that Spike is a chain smoking uh Karate Kung Fu Master. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Which like, part do you cling to as far as like real people would be dope to be just, around? Just, just every, just the character is annoying. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying yeah. she's not realistic. I'm saying it is annoying, and I don't like that I see her feet all the time, and her voice is she's annoying. She's brilliant though. She yeah. literally saves them more times yeah, than yeah, anyone else put together. Yeah. 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 Sure. I I like and like again you Love, you yeah. get to meet these characters more and more over the course like you know like uh. you meet Faye and she's like she rips them off the first chance yeah, they get you know and like it there's Jets you know standoffish Spike doesn't let anyone in like the again like I really think like the way Cowboy Bebop in particular uh, unfolds these characters and you get to know them I I do think Ed can be annoying the the first sure. few episodes if you don't I think so too if you don't see the, her whole story of. yeah. But I'd be, I'd be curious if you watched all 26 episodes and saw like where Ed leaves the crew, you know? Yeah. Which is spoilers. Yeah, it's a few episodes before, sure. so you don't have to see her all the way yeah. through. She's only actually in the show for like 11, 12 episodes. Oh, man, that's great news. But like her story <laughs> ends really well, I think. I can't it's believe really heartlessness. And like she does, like she. Because like, uh, the crew's devastated without yeah. her. Like, it, there's a big missing piece when Ed leaves. Yeah, it's not like sure. she doesn't carry her weight either. She exactly. does something in every episode yeah. that they None need. None of these you know? are my, have been my complaints. My complaint yeah. wasn't she's a useless member of the team. She seems <laughs> very good at hacking. Yeah. My complaint was talking in the third person, yeah, yeah. baby talk, you don't not think wearing shoes. Well, she charming? types with her bare feet. Bare feet. Yeah. I oh, knew gross. you were going to have a problem with that. <laughs> I knew you were going to have a problem so with that. Oh I was I re-watching it and going, ah, Falco's going to hate like that. Feet. <laughs> I do Get like, your feet away from me. <laughs> well, here's what I like about She does, we talked about this last week a little bit about like um, anime tropes in terms of like the way characters react. Like uh, Cowboy Bebop doesn't have a lot of like people learn something shocking and then like their eyes change and they fall over in a comedic way no. like that trope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Ed does that. She fulfills yeah. yes. that role of like, which is also you know, hard. She for me. will like if she learns something crazy, she will have the reaction where, like she'll what? like teleport to yeah. feet real fast yeah. or do yeah. something like that. Oh, like, those are the things we talked about this last week. But yeah. those are the tropes. Just because I have not spent enough time in this world, that those just mystify me. That's yeah. what I think. Honestly, is what it is. Is like Ed is very traditional anime character. Yeah. and yeah. Ed's behavior and also a lot feet. of people yeah. are like oh, what's no. the opposite of a fetish that's what I have for feet what is the <laughs> like a, a disdain yeah disdain yeah like I would Phobia. like if you had like if it was like a naked picture but then they just pixelated the feet I'd be all about that <laughs> I just that's don't want to know yeah phobia yeah. that's what I meant I have, the, I have a foot phobia uh we had a, a friend of ours uh, a comic that I was working with yesterday had a just had a guy yesterday like hit her up on twitter and be like, send me pictures of your face with your feet. How much will that cost? And uh, it's just the most horrifying thing that I yeah. could ever imagine. A billion dollars. What do yeah. you like? How much do you want from me? Every penny you've ever made. That's how much that would cost. Just to look at those. Ugh. Anyway, feet, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so those are the characters. They hang out. They they search for bounties. They reveal Man, their back. Quentin Tarantino month's gonna be real weird when we do that. <laughs> uh, Who's your Quentin favorite Tarantino? character? Then? Uh, Who's your favorite character? Uh, well, Ayn, obviously. Um, and 
we'll talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna save more of my iron okay. thoughts for the compliment. Uh, but I. Uh, I don't know. Well, so the other thing is, I watched the I watched the dubs of this one, which mm. you you were telling me. I was like, uh, Caitlin was like, this is renowned dubs. These are yeah, the best. Yeah, dubs. they're good. Very good. It is actually really interesting. I watched a little bit uh, with because uh, Cowboy Bebop has an interesting place where people really like um, Spike's both version of his voice. Really, and they play really they play them both really very differently. Like, yeah. The Japanese voice actor, um, again, like I don't know the language, but just through the dialogue and his performance, there's uh, not so much of that sort of like uh, sarcastic wit to it. Like Spike's a much more like kind of serious, somber yeah. person, still Earnest. saying these mode ass yeah. things, but he's like, yeah, his yeah. weight and like Spike's backstory is pretty fucked up once mm. you actually yeah. know. Like it, that's more up front in his character well the English voice actor he's like he's covering that with yeah the he's kind of got yeah. like uh, the edge of a grin uh, at the end of every I sentence think I would like, like it's a little yeah, I think the American voice better. actor did a good job of really injecting mm. this westernized like rogue cop totally because yeah. totally. I feel like that's kind of what they needed to do because when the anime came out the time it was it was like this was a new thing to be showing people so we had to have something to really draw people in yeah. you yeah. know and make Spike as relatable to western audiences as possible I thought the at least the, in, the, in the dubs version I thought Spike just seemed boring and I didn't get his backstory so it was just like Spike is just like he does magic tricks, which is fun, and then he's just kind of like he's just fine. I don't know. I thought his voice guy was just like boring. Really? And as the it's, Spike of wow. this podcast, I feel like I recognize you need to have a boring guy to keep things moving mm. sometimes. But <laughs> I thought I'd say I thought yeah. everyone else was great, but he was a little boring. You are Jet, not I the Spike. Be boring. Of this Spike, podcast. yeah, Spike is like <laughs> charismatic and like quick and yeah. like incredibly. There's like uh, a thread of nihilism that runs through the series. Like that's a big part of it, and so uh-huh. like. The, the like I said, we got to carry that weight. It's like a theme throughout the series, like yeah. These, yeah. these burdens that we have, and I, I think that like Spike's voice actor really does get that. And again, if, without getting the story arc, it's kind of hard to yeah. see that. But like, once you know why he is the way he is, I gotta say though, I do well, love the dubs yeah, because go I got my laundry done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can still. That is one you of the biggest on drawbacks of yeah, being an anime of having fan to glue your face like, to a screen. You have to read everything. Yeah. yeah. But I think Spike kind of can be a little annoying because Spike seems too cool almost in yeah. some senses. Seems yeah. a little bit of a Mary Sue sometimes because it's like, you know, oh, this guy, he, he's a great pilot. You know, yeah. And he's a... Effortlessly, yeah, yeah, he's effortlessly cool and always yeah. has the right thing to say yeah. in the right moment. In you the know? pilot, he like uh, he's chasing that guy down to Tijuana and it's like... 30 hitmen have already been murdered by this guy because he's so mm. perfect and Spike is just sort of like sorry man I already figured you out I already got everything mm. I got your number I'm just too good like he does have a little yeah. bit like too yeah. perfect in that mm-hmm. moment and that's why I like, like I like that he loses the money every time it's like he's so good mm. it balances not a, not a and, the, and he, I think is in the first episode where he's told that he doesn't take women seriously enough and that mm-hmm. he's like I know that will be my undoing like yeah. it's, I've already been killed by a woman before and like so it's this eventual weight to be destroyed well, that's, again that's also like an annoying thing to say when we don't know the story you've been dramatic. killed before come it. on man yeah Chill out. He, was. He, was. he was he was destroyed sure right i'm sure there's a technicality where that actually <laughs> works out but you're being intentionally misleading <laughs> as an alive person but yeah, i mean there's like multiple episodes of the show that end with spike in complete bandages st- yeah, like yeah stuck yeah. in a yeah. chair that's yeah like, that's a recurring theme yeah, yeah. as well he, it's you know, fucked up. We get, uh, <laughs> let's drive into our uh, next thing to do. Is we uh, like starting every sh- end every show with a compliment. It's called our compliment sandwich. So let's talk about our absolute favorite things. Your major compliment. Uh, let's uh, Anthony. Why don't you go first? Tell me your major compliment 
Your favorite thing about uh, yeah, Cowboy I mean, Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is a show that has style with like three S's all capitalized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like a snake. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> No, I mean, not like this. More like this show's got style. You know, like it's got three Y's. I mean, it opens up with a lot of Y's and some vocal fry. I don't know if that had anything to do with the S's. It's just it's style. I haven't watched this show in probably got going on close to ten years, and just like from frame one, I love the way the show begins. The music, I love like the way the fight. Choreography God, is done. So yeah. much. The yeah. ship design. Uh, the ship design is it's rad. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's the design of the show overall. Yeah. All of those things it's together. It's the smoky okay. jazz club that yeah. you like really yeah. want to get into of anime. It's, it's yes. very like, cool. Yeah. It's just cra- especially like when you rewatch Cowboy Bebop. It's just like you look at the anime f- that have been made in the films in the last like ten years, and it's like stuff that just is a bad idea. Like yeah. Ghost in the Shell yeah. is like. A slow, contemplative, existential drama. It doesn't work drama. like, like that. It's not a big action movie starring Scarlett Johansson. Like, Cowboy Bebop is designed to, to be, be like... It could movie. be such a, big a good splashy. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. It's one of those that people have been waiting for and yeah. waiting for. And they go, oh, let's turn an anime into a movie. It's and they pick something terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like, I really think you could take... Didn't like, I see the that there's going to be a live-action American adaptation of this? They've been talking about that. No, but like, no, but like for real, like now? I No, I don't. There's like I don't have any... No, Cowboy Bebop is one of those like it's like Akira. It's literally been in production for almost its entire. Someone has come out, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Keanu Reeves was attached to Cowboy Bebop for a long time. Everybody wanted him to play Spike. They're gonna wait. Oh yeah, that's such a good pull. I would love to see him play Spike. I think he's a little too old now. Yeah, and I would like to see like a half Japanese actor play Spike if they were going to cast him. Uh, We uh, just but is Spike Japanese? Yeah, he's half Japanese. Half he's half American, Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it. Uh, this does seem to actually be happening. No, I doubt. When they are rolling, I will believe. But they. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's literally. It's like when I get been, a trailer, I'll believe yeah, it. There's yeah, been, there's like there's writers attached. There's yeah. a bunch of people attached, but you're right. That could still fall apart. But no. this is like late last year that this was actually. And that has literally been late every year, Alex, <laughs> for the last fifteen years. We've no, I'm saying been like late last this. year they announced an actual like anyway. Yeah. No, again, they've done that okay. multiple Alex, times. We've been okay. hurt before. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just think this might happen. Anyway, uh, Thomas, what's your major compliment? Okay, my major compliment actually for the show is that this is one of the first shows that I watched growing up as a kid that actually had some decent representation of characters of color, especially in an anime, because a lot of times in anime you either don't see anybody of color or when you do, they're like cartoonishly and like Mm. very poorly drawn and they don't really like have a major role in the story to be like some shitty background character or crappy background character excuse me and <laughs> <laughs> say shitty. we've been yeah. saying fuck for an hour I, I, know, I, never, I never like it never registers and then when I do say something like, oh, no, what did I do <laughs> this is a yeah. podcast my friend this is not there's, NPR <laughs> there's a my mom doesn't like it when we swear but the rest of everybody seems fine <laughs> that, and that's who I'm here for <laughs> <laughs> The elementary schools that sponsor us love when you swear. We though. did have oh, yeah. that. Yeah. No, it was not elementary yeah. school. It was a preschool. A preschool that sponsored one of the episodes. Anyway. Oh, my God. Nasty. Yeah. Anyway, there's a character, Udai. I forget his name. I had it written down. But yeah, Udai, he's a part of Jet's backstory. You know, yeah. you have the character yeah. who's Abdul Hakim, I yeah. think, or who stole Ayn. You know, they do yeah. a good job. Yeah. Of yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They do a good job of giving you realistic characters of color. Although I don't know. Badass and I don't like know how cool I feel about the scene with the lady who steals the watermelon. Sure. <laughs> not mm. sure. I'm, I'm not sure if that's just me. That's true. 
gets the gets Ed's, still, Ed's yeah. trying to steal. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, feel real bad also for that watermelon dealer because like if you're just in space on the end of a road, no one goes by there. That's yeah. why yeah. he's charging customer. a thousand yeah. for yeah, a watermelon sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and oolongs right. for a watermelon. Yeah, because yeah. one sale sets you up for the week. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it's like, those, like a piano store. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like those expensive clothing boutiques downtown where it's like we sell one shirt for for seven hundred fifty that pays our rent. Yeah. I mean, even like okay, I, mean, I didn't watch this episode, so I don't know if it uh, is. Maybe it's very problematic now. But like, Cowboy Bebop also has like a trans character that shows up mm. at one point, uh, and it's like there's a whole episode based around yeah. that. That was like that was one of the first times I remember seeing that mm-hmm. in like uh, mm-hmm. a show. Which again, it may be incredibly problematic now the way they do it. I don't really remember, but it was like. It was like seeing either. that as like a thing that was like just normal and accepted in like this future world. It wasn't something characters think are weird or anything. Yeah. Like there's That's a lot so of cool. thing that we I notice in anime a lot, especially with uh Antagonists, they like to do a lot of like, oh, this is an androgynous person. Like, you're not sure, and I'm not sure if that's what is it supposed to make you because mm. it would be problematic if they do it to make you f- uneasy. Because mm. I remember like with Frieza right. in Dragon Ball Z, and I think the point yeah. of Frieza's voice was supposed to be like, oh no, like who who is this person? Who is this alien? You know? well, I right. actually feel like and uh, sort of um, androgynous characters is just sort of an anime trope. Like, yeah. And I've, I play like a lot of Final Fantasy games, and yeah, I feel that's like where just, I was coming. You just from. see a lot of character design on heroes and villains that is like that, you know. Right. I would say, but in Final Fantasy, it seems like yeah. So you have Zidane from the ninth one, but it seems like every Final Fantasy villain that I can remember was very like androgynous, yeah. you know, in their presentation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. And that if is you like take apart, sorry, those heroes, those primary characters, even Link, like, e- like, yeah, that's it, true. This, there's pure androgyny. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't wear half a skirt and like, <laughs> or you have some like real tight body wrap thing and like a higher voice, like mm-hmm. so many that Final Fantasy too, like mm-hmm. so many of those characters are androgynous and where we go, oh yeah, we assigned that, that that's like a male and in the future, we're all just going to get to this like perfect utopia of like exploding gender binary yeah. <laughs> where we're like fucking everybody. One of the benefits <laughs> of having like a Game Boy game is like we're far enough back from Link who gives a shit? There's yeah. no gender on that thing. It's yeah. like seven pixels yeah. and a sword. However, in the Nintendo Switch there's like the intro shot on Link is very clearly in like Calvin Klein boxer briefs. Oh, yeah. It's oh. very confusing. Yeah. Very sexy. Very moist. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> very moist Interesting. Link. Uh, Caitlin, what's your major compliment for Cowboy Bebop? Uh, Cowboy Bebop got me into what is now one of the only genres uh, or sub-genres of anime that I fuck with and is my favorite thing and has added so much uh, joy to my life. Um, from Afro Afro Samurai to Lupin the Third, um, it was, uh, yeah, got me into it. Also, I will say incredible writing and fight choreography and I know that's yeah. come up before yeah, but it cheap. has to be said yeah. it is dope as fuck and there, there's like Spike even fights in like different styles like he does the mm. shuffle thing twist like even in the first episode in Tijuana where he's like going around the tables just yeah. like trying yeah, to yeah, knock yeah. it yeah. in because yeah. he doesn't have a fucking weapon in hand to like all the way to watch the Perot one yeah. which yeah. is amazing fucking villain yeah. uh, that Adventure Brothers fucked with and mimicked and put into like a really? bunch of their episodes yes. where the guy with the umbrella comes down and like he's the fixer but he actually just like provides emotional support for all the Venture Brothers like <laughs> oh, his characters yeah, yeah. Um, like but he fights completely differently yeah. it's it's really really impressively done I love uh, everything from the it the choreography in that episode is beautiful too yeah. yeah how it's shot like yeah. this is, it couldn't yeah. 
be better. I don't. In the I mushroom don't episode, think be there's like the the tripping on the stairs with the annoying frog. <laughs> it's so is like It really what like beautiful piece of animation, yeah. and it, except for the frog, but everything else is like a real like yeah. that. The way the stairs that he's climbing on fades into this dream sequence is very. I cool. mean, the cinematography in the show yeah. in general yes. is cinematography. Yeah. The, yeah. Very good shot composition. The mm-hmm. I mean, the use of like colors and like the way action and violence is framed by camera swing to slow down to like spray of blood like it's so dramatic it's so good all of these are true but the best thing about the show what? Is there's a corgi in it? There I is. just love Ina. I fucking love corgis so much. There, it bums have, me out that you did your laundry for this because you missed so much. I like it. masterful. No, no, I, watch it. I just like have to glance down and then uh, back up. And okay. if you're reading, you have to see yeah. every frame. Yeah. I see ninety percent of frames. Okay. Anyway, there's a corgi in it. I love the corgi. Uh, I love corgis because they have tiny legs and fat bodies. Um, <laughs> I really like that. The they're like they're like they're like watches uh, one of the greatest shows of all time. These are like yeah. small, yeah. It's like small <laughs> furry hippos. That's yeah. what corgis are. They're so good. They have you really ever been to the corgi parade? I, no, I've, I Portland think that's what they set parade. out to do when they uh, made corgis originally. When they had wolves, make they tiny were like, hippos. Tiny hippos. I want to start there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get I, there. Yeah. They are the best dog. They're I'm the gonna best switch dog my pug made. bit to make it into a corgi. Yeah, <laughs> they are so cute. And there's just certain things like when when Ed uh, the mushrooms first kick in, yeah. and they're like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody, great animation. Somebody <laughs> sent me that <laughs> GIF before I watched the show oh, really? when I announced it that I was watching this. Like they sent me a GIF of that, and I was like, "That's a cool looking dog." Yeah. Thing. Mine just anyway, mine's tripping. my favorite character. It's my favorite part of the show. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry that disappoints you. That that's my favorite thing, but that's what I liked the most. Is I liked Ayn. You guys, all right. Uh, Are you interested in going and watching any more of this? I might watch more of this. I feel like I would probably watch a little more of Princess Jellyfish, but I haven't gotten yeah. around to it yet because I've got so much assignments. But I, I could, I'll probably finish I the series at some point. I would suggest watching episode uh, five, introducing the main villain. See, see what you think of that. Ballad of Fallen Angels. You can honestly watch good. the fifth episode and then jump, since you've seen so much, you can yeah. jump straight to the last two. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I recommend I'm seeing into the it. end. I will, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in just watching it for me. Yeah. I'll probably watch more of this. Episode, I think, I think 21 cool. is Ed's backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm into these things. I know you don't like. Yeah, I mean, don't give a shit about Ed. Uh. <laughs> no, I hope I hope that Ed's backstory uh, is horrible so that I can feel better. <laughs> that was too far from your eyes. That feels too far. I don't know what the backstory is. I just want Ed to be. I don't know. On You're a, a different monster. ship. <laughs> uh, we have more to talk about. We're gonna take a quick ad break. Uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, give girl. Take. We're gonna take thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Get that bubble water, though. I've heard <laughs> that it's less hydrating. It has bubbles in it, but I don't know Slightly. It yeah, it's less hydrating, but the thing about it is, I talked to a doctor, they're like, you if you're drinking water, yeah. like, you're, you're not, doing you're, great. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to oh. be dehydrated. Oh, oh, oh I yeah. drank too much soda water. Now yeah. I'm thirsty. Yeah, like, okay, good. You're say good. that now until you're stuck on the ocean drinking salt drinking water, and now I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Also, fish. This is how you survive. Uh, if you ever like stranded in like a rowboat, you catch a fish and you put it in your shirt and you squeeze it. The fish will uh, like uh, like each fish will be like two days worth of fresh water that you can just squeeze out of a fish. You can't yeah. juice a fish. You can. It's <laughs> you can absolutely live on fish juice. It sounds so gross, but this is absolutely. What is it pee? No, it's like because they they are processing the salt out of their bodies, so they still like they take in water, process the salt out, and then you squeeze the fresh water out of them. 
Interesting. <laughs> this is fish juice. This is how you survive. Juice and fish. And it turns out it's actually, if you're like in the open ocean, it's like relatively easy to catch a fish because they like see a rowboat and they're like, is this a friend? And they come hang out oh. and you just grab it. I, I think the only way to survive in the ocean is one, you wait for the tiger to appear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you kill the monkey. <laughs> yeah. You realize the tiger is yourself. No. You know, that's the most important. I have not seen this movie, but I like, uh, I get it. I like it. You, you should see Life of Pi. You really Very should good. see Life I'm sure it's great. So uh, today's episode is brought to you by our fabulous Meat Buddies, everybody who donates to the show. You can become a Meat Buddy. Read Dish become slash Meat Buddies. We have a brand new Meat Buddy to thank today. It's the Baroness Von Moneybags. What? How she would like to be referred to. This is a reference to the first time uh, we ever talked about her on the show uh, when she was a sponsor, early donor, something or else. Anyway, uh, we called her the Baroness Von Moneybags for reasons that escape me now. And she was <laughs> like, that's my character. I'm going to stick to it. So thank I you, like Baroness. It. Great to have you back. Stay on brand. The minute Hashtag you walked in the room. <laughs> that's the I don't know what that means. So... <laughs> uh, it's a great reference. Never mind. So uh, when you become a meat buddy, we offer we give you this little segment. We offer you a variety of things. We can give you a pep talk. We had a good pep talk last week, yeah. which uh, really helps jazz. Um, we I'm also play two truths and a lie with you. That's really fun. But uh, this week, the Baroness One Money Bags uh, said this: Anthony Lopez is my favorite addition to the show. Ooh, and uh, <laughs> he rocks. I love his grasp of cinema, especially having him personally welcome me as a meat buddy would be great. So that's all we're going to do today. So this whole segment is Anthony. Just welcome the Baroness Von Moneybags to the Meat Kingdom, <laughs> to being a meat buddy. Baron, give me the name. And probably again. Baroness Von Moneybags. Baroness And Von ideally, since if you could display in this welcoming mm-hmm. your grasp of cinema. Mm-hmm. That's my ad. She didn't say that. That's what I want you to do Extra as a bonus credit. challenge. Uh, you know, I just want to thank you for coming down. You know, I think that we all have our challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have a weight to pull. I think of... Luke Skywalker in A New Hope uh-huh. and his his journey that he went on. Uh-huh. Uh, the hero's journey. The hero's you journey that you're on it, here. Yeah. You know? You're in the belly of the well now. Yeah. If you want to get into I don't want to get into, you know, you know, Hero with a Thousand Faces, mythology. Like a lot of movies are based No, uh, thank you so much for uh, becoming a meat buddy. This is awesome. I love that you have a nickname. That's uh-huh. amazing. I wish all of everyone did that. Yeah. Uh... I don't, I, That's pretty good. I'm doing this by myself. You're still. fading. I'm fading. I'm kind of running out of juice here. <laughs> I was put on the You're running out of fish juice. Yeah, running out of fish juice. Um, but no, this. Thank you so much for this. It can means you do they don't more? know what fish juice is. I might have to <laughs> include that now so they can have the callback to it. Do you? Uh, can you think of like three more fish or whale-related movie references to close this? Thank you on. Uh, three more fish or whale. Because you did that. You get the He's life of pi one. So got the life of pi one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, God, what's a good? All right, so you know, Pinocchio. Yeah. Don't lie, because you're gonna end up in a well. You know, don't do that. Although uh, it turns so, out great for him, it feels like the yeah. moral of that story is like lie. You get to experience pool and being in a whale. Look, and a donkey. And a donkey. You, you get to be a donkey to be for a, a bit. Donkey. <laughs> Look, three most important things related to whales and being a good meat buddy. Don't lie. Be honest. Yes. Right. You don't want to end up in a well. Part of the code. Right. That's a big one. Second thing, you know, uh, don't. Don't lock yourself in. See the movie Blackfish. Learn that wells need to run free. You know? You yeah. got to keep that dorsal fin of yours straight. Yeah. Don't get end up in captivity yeah. and do oh. that. And the most important cinematic lesson you can take from wells is that 
Uh, you got to dispose of them properly. Don't fill them full of dynamite <laughs> and blow them up on the Oregon coast. That's the not, finest piece of cinema ever made. I don't know about made. cinema, yep. but there, if you haven't oh, seen yeah. the news clip of the it's time not... the Oregonians decided to blow up a whale on the coast, you it should look that up. Better yeah, than you could have ever one. hoped. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the best gift I can give you if you haven't seen that. Yeah. It's yeah. something to behold. There was, a, there was a whale carcass that washed up on the coast of Oregon, and they were like, how do we get rid of this whale carcass? It's so big. And somebody... The and mayor, I think, was the like, the idea? fucking mayor of the town In was like, blow it up? Some real hick shit. It was like, we're going to blow up this whale. And they did. And what happened was huge chunks of blubber rained down upon them. It was rad. Yeah, it's amazing. It, like fucked up cars and it was stuff. one of the best yes. things. Very good. So you know, very good. So don't do that. Don't do that. Definitely <laughs> do that. Metaphorically or physically, you know. Don't blow up your whales. Yeah, and that's the lesson for welcome today. Welcome to being a meat. Thanks for I, do, I, thanks for doing that, Anthony. Great work. And it. thanks for joining us, uh, Baroness. Welcome back, I guess. Baroness von Moneybags. Thank you for donation. And if you want to get one of these. Whatever we call them, uh, become a meat buddy. Redistribute.com slash meat buddies, and we thank you to all of the people who donated to the show. Boop. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. And now it's time for a lightning bonus round. We're going into lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're gonna finish this shit up. Lightning bonus round. So lightning bonus round is our uh, our mini game segment. Really fast. So we're gonna. This is where we discuss things that are related to the movie, inspired by the movie, or sometimes not. So this is our questions from our listeners. So uh, we got. But a bunch we're not of, doing about the movie. We're doing it about the show. Because yeah. there's sorry, a movie sorry, too. So you sorry, know sorry, that yeah. there's a movie, right? I do say a lot of times. I'm gonna I say make you movie watch this whole I mean the goddamn show. series. And is the, the movie. movie good? The movie's very the movie's good. Great. It's actually yeah. very good. I can't wait. It, it is. And, uh, like, what a like, devastating like I, risk. <laughs> I think I was talking about you talking yeah. to you last week about it after the show, but it is like a really fun, just standalone. It has no bearing. It's just like a long oh, episode. It's just they a villain of the week movie. It yeah. deals with some heavier themes and stuff like that, character growth in it, but it takes place um, just between two episodes, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure where exactly in the yeah. plot. Hmm. But yeah, it takes place in the middle of the series, and it's just like... He was a fun villain they ran into one week, you know? I am a, I am on the side of your friend that was like 200 times like, watch this, watch this, watch yeah. this. Because I want you to just get to the point where the ending credits finally make sense. Oh, sure. Because yeah. it really <laughs> pays off. Sure, okay, I'm into that. <laughs> it really pays off. Also, you can be, one of my biggest pet peeves about Cowboy Bebop, I know I don't have this episode, but uh, when you talk uh, about people to people about Cowboy Bebop and you hear the sentence, oh, so uh, it's a lot like Firefly. And I go, no, Firefly <gasps> is like uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah. that's very this show annoying. Was, I had, I definitely some of our listeners said that on When did uh, Firefly come this. out, though, for real? 2000, mm-hmm. 2001, 2, something like that. So Bebop is 2001. Uh, the show started in 98. Oh, did okay. it? Yeah. Cowboy yeah. Bebop was a manga before the, yeah. It was the show, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, was it before? Yeah. I believe so. They all are. So much, of, so much stuff that we like in other shows d- did get... Has been yeah, just directly inspired from, absolutely by borrowed from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. It is kind of weird and to say though. So uh, yeah, Firefly was two thousand two to two thousand three. So yeah, it definitely yeah. came later. It is kind of weird to say because especially something like Cowboy Bebop, where it's like inspired by westerns and is like referencing so many things. To be like you're referencing this show that is referencing spaghetti westerns. Like yeah, yeah, it's real deep. We have we like had one good idea. <laughs> Wait in the till 30s you watch Trigun. Oh, oh goodness, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so just to better s- set up the segment, so lightning bonus round is where we talk, we post what we're going to be watching, and we have our listeners write in questions or comments, uh, and we also talk. We have some other mailbag stuff to deal with. So first, uh, at Tro Tom on Twitter says, uh, "What is the second best intro song?" 
Ooh. In television. Does so, it have to be anime? Think. No, certainly not. But you, I, if you have other anime, I take it, but I don't know it. Because so this I, is a, I'm gonna a have to show I watched uh, with my wife last year. It was an anime on uh, a good friend of ours, Phil Schauberger, really tried to get me to watch it. Yeah. Uh, but it was called Princess Mononoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it is Wait, isn't that a, so good. It's Miyazaki a movie? Miyazaki. No. Yeah, not it Princess is. Mononoke. I mean, uh, not Princess Mononoke. That's a great movie. I'm thinking of... Uh, Princess uh, Jellyfish. No, not Princess Jellyfish. <laughs> oh my God! Why can't I think of Queen Mononoke? No, no. It's, I can't believe I just said Princess God Mononoke. God damn it! This you just so blew it so hard. I'm blowing it. I'll so answer. Hard. Oh, Thank Madoka. you for Madoka. being a friend. Uh, uh, Travel down the road and I back know. again. Oh, I don't know <laughs> how I messed the show up, but it's called the show's called Madoka Magica. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. He tried to get me to watch that too, it's very and I haven't. Good. Been, I didn't pick but it up it yet. It has a great, uh, it really great does. credit sequence. Okay. Really good music. But I don't know the wire. Yeah. Oh, Which, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which one? All of them. The Fur f- on the wire. No, the, no wire. the wire. What is the song for the wire? So uh, it's uh, down it's called, in the hole. Yeah, down the hole. Waits. It's a Tom Waits song, and they have different people cover it. So the yeah. first season was not Tom Waits. Yeah. Tom, they used the Tom Waits version for the second one. Huh. The one where they were focused on what? the schools. They had a Baltimore and, school uh, choir sing it. That's uh, cute. Who, yeah. uh, Neville something did the third season. Neville Longbottom. Longbottom. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was this? What's the show that has Leonard Cohen's? Is a bird on a wire. Oh. Drunk midnight I don't choir. Oh, no. oh somebody's yelling at their yeah, phone right I know. now. So sorry, so sorry, upset. sorry, sorry. No, no, no. They're uh, into it. They're, they just know the answer. And we <laughs> yeah. don't. They're like, I know it. How dare you guys? Uh, I will. I take back. Thank you for being a friend because I would like to posit all of the intro music for uh, Naruto because <laughs> okay. oh, it changes every. There are so ones. many bangers so in many that. Good ones. Uh, <laughs> oh, there are some really good ones. True Detective used yeah, uh, never mind, but that's not the one you're talking about. Okay. This is an interesting Although, question to answer because yeah. as much as I love anime, I hate anime intros. Really? Like, I Naruto. Naruto has some good ones, but even like I wa- end up watching so much where I'm like, I yeah. need to skip yeah. this one. But I think on the my favorite anime intro has got to be either this one or a show called Helsing because it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got it's like a jazzy, more yeah. of a West Americanized version for its intro. It's not like a they all sound the like the Vampire K-pop Hunter one. Yeah, yeah, the one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's a really good I, intro. I really love the theme song. Of this, I the love tank, K-pop and, though. And I, yeah, I'm, I could do some K-pop. <laughs> yep. This, uh, this song. So I never watched the show when Jace really wanted me to, but he did play the song for me, and so I liked the song a lot. So I've listened to the song a million times. And my favorite part of the theme song is there's a part where the trumpets play, where it's like I can't tell if they actually nailed it or if it was too fast for them and they like stumble on it. But either way, I love it. Both jazz those are works. really fun. Yeah. Both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think especially like the first time you hear Tank, like the, I think yeah. the opening it's so exciting. two minutes of Cowboy, of like five minutes of Cowboy Bop is such a good one-two punch because you got totally. the black and white simple melody like of the piano and like mm. this weird image of violence. Yeah. And then like... The like the melody, this like little music box winds down, and then yeah. it just is such a great like yeah. we're in it composition. Now. Yeah, it's, it's Yoko like, Kano. It's one of those yeah. intros where it's, right, it's hard to imagine somebody not at least watching five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, see yeah. that. You, you got intro. me. Yeah, yeah. I, there's so many intro songs to shows where I've like not even liked the show, but I loved the intro. Yeah, uh, which I because I, really? I guess it's different. Yeah, like um, I loved the intro to Weeds. Um, oh, the, yeah, like, the tiki, uh, tiny yeah, houses, yeah, tiny houses, uh, tiki tacky, uh-huh. whatever that song's called, and and the way the the CG of the houses disappearing in the suburbs thing is really great, and I never got into that show. I mean, this is 
problematic, but I do not like Sopranos, but I love the Sopranos intro. Yeah. I just I've never love seen I would, it, but I, I would love watch, the intro. Yeah. I would watch 10 hours of that guy smoking in New Jersey yeah. to that song. It's just <laughs> I mean, so good. One of my favorite experiences of uh, the sort of the modern binge watching era is like I love sitting with my wife watching a good show and like either the opening credits or like the ending credits when they have a really good song and it's like this is the dance for this yeah. show. We do at this point. Like oh, that kind of silliness. Yeah. Like if you're watching a bunch of episodes, like uh, uh, speaking of another, not uh, not anime, but animation uh, was like Avatar The Last Airbender. Me and my yeah. wife really like mm. that. And that show was a really good uh, ending song that it plays. It's like kind of this drum beat. Yeah. And every episode when we like, by, do by a little the, yeah, we were just like <laughs> Avatar dance now. We would sit there and we <laughs> would dance fun. doing it. And, like, it I don't love stuff like that. You know? I don't dance, but you'll, you're going to find out tonight when we watch uh, Westworld together. I mm. always like to play the skeleton hands part yeah. with uh, my hands. And then take your hands away. Yeah, slowly let the piano finish. Yeah. I just thought of my own binge watching sessions yeah. and got so sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squad goals. We need to um, wife yeah. up. <laughs> so, uh, Someone watch anime with me. <laughs> Wait, uh, what is the song that Sopranos opens with? It's okay. uh, woke up this morning and got, got yourself a gun, yeah. and it's just like isn't who was, isn't that Leonard Cohen? No. no, who is it? I don't. I, it's, it's one of those things like the first season of True Detective where like the the song is not uh, was like, like the band it wasn't known. Yeah, it was not. It was like like. I'm trying to remember what I'm trying to say. I guess what I mean, like, if you like that song, you might not even like the rest of their music. It's like oh, might be kind of yeah. a standout song. Oh, I remember oh, okay. the the people who did True Detective season one, like, got all these new fans who liked that song and then did not like the rest of their catalog nah. and were kind of bummed. Oh, another example uh, was uh, was that Dennis Leary firefighter show. Oh, rescue me, rescue me. Uh, the opening to that, that is a, a cool Von Bondi's song, yeah. and it's great. And I totally cool like the Von Bondies because I, I did not like that show very much. But the show's not great. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, but I really liked that uh, song. Anyway, uh, Meet Buddy Robin on Facebook asks, um, I have a question for the guests only. Yes. Did you enjoy ganging up on Alex earlier in the show? Did that make you feel good? I'm just assuming. Yep. <laughs> Always. Did you hear what he said about Ed? I know. I that read that one ahead of time, and I was very happy that that was in there. Solid. Great work, Robin. Uh, John on Facebook says, um, I seem to remember that this show doing a lot of cool smoking. Does that come across as a bit weird nowadays? No. Well, okay. I still smoke, so yes. not at all. Also, but do you do it my cool? I try my goddamnedest. <laughs> um, there was a funny thing, like between my brother and I, that still exists is like a crooked cigarette is the coolest fucking cigarette that you yeah. can have because you saved it, it and like shit. Spike. So like, yeah, yeah, like spikes perpetually, never being able to finish a cigarette, never being yeah. able to finish a cigarette. Yeah. And when they does have the time, they're like broke sad? or crooked or like fucked up in some way. Um, I fucking love it because it's like so stylized. Well, he's so broke, and those are probably like thirty oolongs. Of you don't cigarette. know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> One of my favorite. He's picking them up all the fucking people. Kills them. Right, swallowing <laughs> my, them and giving them back. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite images in all of Cowboy Bebop, and there's so many, but it's like I think it's in that at the end of the first episode, uh, Jet is having a cigarette and he just lets it yeah. go and it just slowly floats, floats over the spikes. Over, it's, it's the awesome. coolest thing. That's That's just let's go smoke in space. Yeah, <laughs> but the last place like you should be smoking <laughs> is. Use when you're on hey, canned hey, oxygen. Hey, hey, it's the future. Don't yeah. worry about it. 
That sure. is, it They've is kind of weird out. to me because I can honestly say I don't think I would have started smoking if not for Spike. No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's completely so honest. cool. Yeah. Because I kind of still do. I wanted I to be an anime yeah. main character. Yeah. And I, I like, literally yeah. started smoking because of my brother because my brother loved it so much and I was, we were watching Spike and we're like, how cool is it? Have a so, so, cigarette. Okay, but so do you guys uh, feel like that was a great decision for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks cool, yeah. People. So I do. I do feel real conflicted yeah, because I think it looks super cool on screen, and I think that almost is worse. Uh, like just like when it shows literally make, made both make, of us smoke. I know that's so un- inconvenient for you guys. That's so bad that that happened, yeah. right? And I don't expensive. know. Verdict is out. To me, it, it just adds to like the sort of like the downtrodden sort of nihilistic, like I said, views of the yeah, show is that they yeah. smoke, right? It's mm-hmm. like there's this. Uh, there's like inevitability to it, right? There's of like destruction. Yes, yeah. Like yeah. the self-destructive yeah. thing that Spike is inherently this is always self-destructive. It's also yeah. like for me personally, it's it's not a coincidence that it coincides with like when I was coming out and it felt like it was never going to be like, okay, sure, I can do this, but society is never going to be like dope about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so like that's, I don't know, the, the instances of like smoking and drinking in the gay community are much higher than in, you know, straight whatever you guys call yourselves um mm-hmm. uh because there is that kind of like sure uh surety of destruction and like mm-hmm. the whatever and like yes things are getting better and so there's a bunch of us now they're like maybe we should fucking quit <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I, I think I, I feel the same way about like shows where uh guns look super cool that it's like i don't feel like this is I, i'm not a big uh i don't think that like violent video games are making people violent per se but i do think when you make stuff that is Bad. Has a lot of bad side effects, yeah. and you only look show good. it, make it look super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the uh, the Romeo and Juliet made me want to carry pistols because yeah. I just wanted to fucking spin them. Uh, uh. That nineties <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to do Leonardo. gun tricks so bad. The only right. gun I like is for it's the cross gun. Is the God gun? Um, is it in the cross gun? Yeah. Is it in Trigun or is it in Lupin? Oh. There's a character you mean like that, Chewbacca? Has, that has no, no, it's not a crossbow. Yeah. No, but he's <laughs> but like a, he's a, a laser crossbow, yeah. which I love. It's like, why do you have God the side gun. flaps on it? Anyway, I do feel a little weird about when making. So anyway, good good question, yeah. John. I think that is interesting. Very good question. Um, at uh, Ursa Monroe says, uh, oh, this is just a comment, not a question. Can we be about, oh, this is about the movie. Holds a special place in my heart because the movie uh, takes place in Morocco. And it's one of the most honest and beautiful portrayals I've ever seen of uh, Morocco from any non-Moroccan production. Hmm? That's really interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I do want to... I haven't seen... I've only seen the movie once. Yeah. And I don't remember a whole lot of it. Like, I had no idea it took place in Morocco. Yeah. That was very cool. But I will keep that I'm in mind interested. next time I see uh, it. And then, now, a couple of unrelated listener mails that I had to get in while you guys are here I want to talk about. Uh, Leanne wrote in... You may be Remember last week I mentioned Gunsmoke? Mm-hmm. Leanne wrote in to say, I fell in love with Gunsmoke a few years ago and watched it like a mental patient. I even bought the DVDs to listen to the commentaries. Uh, and I laughed out loud when you said, if you discovered today that you loved Gunsmoke, uh, dot, dot, dot. So like what I was saying last week was like, it's like if you find Gunsmoke, you're like, oh, I just have 53,000 episodes to watch. Yeah. It's sort of like Dragon Ball Z too. If you decided yeah, yeah. you loved Dragon Ball Z today... It's like you don't have to worry about TV for the next it's twelve some, years. I can't mm-hmm. wait for Gunsmoke Kai to come out and really. <laughs> get to I don't know do, what do, this is. Do you know what? I'm not sure Dragon. what it is. Gunsmoke is the yeah. it's well until the Simpsons uh. this week. Until this week's episode of the Simpsons was the, the longest, longest running, running t- TV show. TV show. Oh, the wow. most episodes of any wow. Wow. Have you live heard about action Dragon Ball or Kai? is it even yeah. animated? Yeah, no, it's live live action. It's it was a western. 
Um, oh. It's like a dad show. It's like yeah. But uh, watching Gunsmoke. Do you know what Dragon Ball Z Kai is? No. I think that's the name of the new series. That just the, so uh, yeah, they, the new one. They, so there's so many episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and they should do this with Gunsmoke. Uh, they and so many episodes of Dragon Ball Z are literally like characters just charging up for a fight that's going to be 10 episodes. Yep. And then oh, they will just do that for like 10 episodes. They'll this just be charging. And that's it. That's the entire oh, that episode. That sounds stimulating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. Uh, <laughs> and so what they did was they re-released Cowboy Bebop. Uh, not Cowboy Bebop. Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh, but they call it Kai. And they just cut out all a of those of episodes. Oh. They literally tri- they cut out more, I believe, than they left in. Yeah. It's the same exact story. But there's so it's so still much 12, 13, 15 minute episodes. Yeah. It's yeah. The same but stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I just <laughs> that's love good. that idea. I just that being like, okay, guys, we kind of lost the thread on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we want to cut it down. Like, I would love to see someone do that with like Gunsmoke. Be like, Here's most of these episodes were just we're just charging I guns. I used to hate yeah. how animes did that. Then I realized, like, you know why they were like that? because a lot of animes have, they run simultaneously with the manga. And oh, manga's yeah. much faster oh. pace and it comes out at a different pace as yeah. TV shows. So a lot of the time, they would literally just be waiting for Toriyama to figure uh, out what's book. gonna happen, yeah. yeah. So like, so uh, okay, I guess they can charge up some more. Uh, and then they throw in weird episodes. Like, there's one where Piccolo and Goku go to get their driver's license tests. And That's so like that. weird. Yeah, because it's just like, finish the story, please. Uh, uh, yeah. A couple more quick things I want to discuss with you guys while you're here. So at uh, J Wheeler twenty five uh, wrote in and said, "I need you to settle a bet." <laughs> uh, which I'm always down for. Always so this actually, this is like probably going to be mostly for Anthony, but I'd, love, I'd like you guys' opinions on it. Which is that um, uh, we started doing compliments for movies, the same way that our show requires you to okay. do a compliment at the beginning and the end. This started when we were mostly about bad stuff. It's like you had to say something nice, even if it was like no matter how bad it is, there's always yeah. two nice things you can yeah. say about any movie. That's our theory. So that's why we started the compliment sandwich. So that's what they do. They do the compliment sandwich and they watch a movie. So hers for Doctor Strange was the Thor scene at the end reminded her of a better movie (laughs) (laughs) and so the question to settle the bet uh, that can't count, right? That totally counts. Is that, so, I mean, like, you're not an expert on our, uh, no. our bar laws, so no. that's your. You think of, like you think it should count? Yeah, because I, I think I've used that that formula. People have when done we that. did that yeah. stupid Scientology movie. Sure. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it reminded me of a better movie, and that made me happy. So that, that's a compliment. I would say, <laughs> yeah. What do you that, think? Okay, if I was like a, an actual judge on this, yes. I would say. Uh, can you rephrase your compliment? Yes, because I yes. think you're you're close to it. It's really gonna be like you're just you phrased it in a way that you can get that to be in a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think if you said like uh, the doc, the Thor scenes at the end uh, were a highlight in an otherwise sure, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, low it, of movie. That's a compliment, and right? It had, yeah, should Thor's gravitas is so much saying. better, just yeah. like in this other movie. There are ways you could make that work. Yeah. But it's it's sort of like uh, rephrase that in the form of a question on Jeopardy, where yeah, it's exactly. like you're not wrong, you just aren't playing by the rules. Yeah. So that's mm. what I would say is like you, that is technically disallowed, but you're so close. Yeah. I uh, I mean, had, you can always say like, you know, sometimes I, I think the only way to, to dig yourself out is to go a little bit deeper, sure, deeper on than that. the crevasse. You know, like so. Turn what I would skid. say is like when when I get called out on something like that, you got to just double down yeah. on your dig compliments. Like mm-hmm. I would say. I love that Mad Nicholson's got a paycheck. You know, like sure. that's that's uh, a good like compliment. Yeah, compliment for the book. But it's not like it's just 
shitting on it even more, you know? Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, and this then movie lastly, paid a lot of tech people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. good. That, this is a, that's a shaky compliment. Uh, we've done that a few times. It's like, I'm just glad for all the costume people getting paid. Mm-hmm. But the same thing is you can say, like, the costume people did better work than this deserves. Mm. I don't know. Um, so one thing I want to... Sh- this is a, a slightly visual thing, so I'm going to show you guys. Um, so uh, I was in this uh, uh, episode of Portlandia a couple years ago. And uh, there's a scene. It's a jocks versus nerds rumble. Okay. And there's a scene where, uh, obviously, I was one of the jocks. <laughs> no, there's a scene where uh, I'm, I'm like uh, I'm like Fred's right hand nerd. And there's this scene where we're like going to start a fight with the jocks, and we are mad, and so we we have like a torch carrying thing. Um, f- but Fred has a rake, and I have a pitchfork, and then there's some some torches, and we're just and we're like really afraid of the fire. Anyway, it's, and so this is you can see a gif of it, Anthony. So you can see what I'm describing. So it's yes. like it's just nerds uh, getting ready to be oh, angry yeah. about something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. The best part of it is then one of the the nerd in the front who's holding the fire is holding it very far away from him because he's scared. Anyway, so this that's is a long way to go. This long way. <laughs> anyway, so this came up on Twitter uh, this week. Uh, so uh, uh, at uh, where is it? Randosaurus, I believe it was. Um, anyway. One of our listeners uh, flagged this for me. Are you bragging about how you got a residual check for a GIF? Is that <laughs> what you're talking <laughs> about? No, no, no. Is this so where much this worse. is going? Please, uh, please let me, believe me that I, there's a reason why I'm telling you all this, which is not to brag, which is that, anyway, so a listener tagged me in this tweet um, as, like, unexpected Alex Falcon. But what happened was um, somebody was uh, posting about uh, on an NPR story about uh, angry far-right-wing... Uh, Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anyway, and they somebody put this gif as like angry nerds, as like or as fascist LARP dorks. That's what they called it. <laughs> and so here's what I wanted to ask: is just for you guys looking name. at this, hold on to that. This really was a couple good. years ago, but like it's very good. Is this because this was like a pretty good moment for me? But now it really looks like oh, it yeah, looks like you're Nazis. on the wrong side of yeah. history with this that is gif. What I'm now. saying is the Nazis started doing tiki torches and, and they started looking nerdier and cool nerdier. And it gets destroyed. That's what I'm asking. Like, is this too Nazi? Am I not allowed to do this anymore? I was like, I had never seen. I've never been ta- like as a gif of me just on the internet already. Yeah. So it's like such a mixed blessing. That I'm going to use Nazi. this to reference uh, right wing wannabe Nazi. Dorks. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm. What I, was when it? I saw fascist it, I was like, larpers. Fascist, yeah, fascist larp dorks. Fascist larp. That's the one I'm using forever now. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good representation <laughs> of that. If you don't know how pure my heart is in this gif, <laughs> so sad. we all knew this was going to happen. Uh, see, Falco. now you see the damage oh, of the alt right. So they took that from you, yeah. right? You see, now, yeah. now I'm the most thing is off limits. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. and that. If you and the guy who created uh, Pepe ever, oh hey, yeah, yeah. You so have much something right. to talk about. That's the real crime. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, Art being taken. Uh, yeah. If you, the the creator of Pepe and the Wachowskis, ever get together, you'll have something to talk about of things you created. Cultural this is how Falcone falls to the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we were just we were just mad at how hot these uh, how these hot guys were getting smarter. It's like really cutting into our territory. I mean, I didn't write the sketch. I I was just you know I'm just happy that guy got a paycheck. The guy in that gif. Anyway, it's a callback to my. <laughs> right. um, time for our minor comments. So that's that's a uh, uh, that's the game lightning bonus round. If you want to play along, go to redistrict.com/slash/next, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. All questions and comments uh, that we possibly can will be discussed. Uh, especially about the topic, but not necessarily. Now, minor comments, we're going in reverse order real quick. I'm going to say one more nice thing. Everybody say your minor comment. Mine first. We'll go in reverse order. So start here and go mm-hmm. around. Um, uh, this is super minor. And I did like the show. I did, I did enjoy the show. Not uh, as much as I feel like I'm supposed to, 
but more than Princess Jellyfish, and so I feel guilty about everything, but I still enjoyed <laughs> it. Anyway. Um, Wait, how, where does it stack up with the uh, um, ice skating? Oh, I mean, Yuri on Ice and... Yuri uh, on Ice is... Um, and you're to, or I would Toby Swim Club, the other ones that I've watched, yeah. just for the show. All three of those are aimed at like teenage girls, and this is and this is aimed at elevator. teenage boys. So it's oh, okay. it's a little more for me. <laughs> we should get you to watch Madoka Magica. It's only twelve episodes. You th- anyway? Uh, anime <laughs> anime is already booked up. So yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm man. just saying for your personal life, we for should, your own enrichment. Yeah, for your own. <laughs> I just got a hell of a twist. Here's this, it makes me want to never have opinions that if I have an opinion about something, I always get a homework assignment. Mm. Anyway, um, so <laughs> here's a super minor comment, though, and I don't want the minorness to make it seem like I didn't like it, but uh, a lot of really good cases in this show. Mm. The uh, the dog, the data dog, is in a dope metal briefcase that's got a dog habitat this in it. This is the right. mi- most no, 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 minor. But it kept happening. It's wow. part of the, the design. Uh, the, um, the nuclear thing in episode four was in a really cool case. Uh, um, uh, there's a weird metal thing that has a virus in it in yeah. one of the later episodes. Mm. That's like a, it looks like a, uh, like an hourglass. Yeah. But then there's yeah. this tiny, and you can't break it. It always bends in all the different directions. Which is very very clever. Just in terms of like, like I said, it's the minorist. But what I like is like as like a the the designers, the animators, uh, the character design people are like my, these tiny details. Everything looks badass, and I, a good cases always look. Super, super cool. Minor compliment. <laughs> Caitlin, what's yours? Uh, every time that I watch the series or just pick up a random episode or the movie again, I notice more stuff that I like mm-hmm. or am reminded like of more cases? stuff. Yeah, isn't the, isn't the mother villain from Futurama based on the virus lady from... Yeah, episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the like, lady who is in charge. Yes, of, thank uh, you. Of people who <laughs> yes. are. Yep, yep. And I, it was one of those things. It's that it mom took me a while from Futurama. To realize that that's no, no. who that is based yeah. on. Huh. Yeah. So every time I watch, it, like every time, especially all the way through, and I love being able to alternate between dubs and subs because mm. it reminds me of more stuff when I do watch it. But yeah, I'll pick up on like, oh shit, they. Oh my god, I know where you got that from now. Yeah. So every time I do that, that's like a, that's a fun bonus. Sons war. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lundy, what's your minor compliment? Uh, as expected, always on brand. My minor compliment <laughs> is that I like how this show does a good job of, like, especially for young me, it lightly taps on these really philosophical, deep concepts. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets you thinking at a young age. Like, for example, there's uh, in the Mad Perot episode, they say how he's like a child, and Jet goes, There's nothing more, more pure and cruel as a child. Yeah. And then you have, like, the computer yeah. that I was talking yeah. to. Like, the computer literally just got lonely and started yeah. causing. Yeah. And it's like, Can, is there human consciousness inside yeah. of you know, computer things like that so it really and they, sparked that for they me. sort of in the one where they the, the etchings of the sky what is it what the called? etchings in the sky yeah yeah the, yeah, the, the laser draws things what that area is called though oh, but yeah. they're called like the etchings and okay cornfields what are they? Oh, you're for something science? yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love that episode yeah. though yeah it was, yeah the, the lonely <laughs> like, computer fun. was kind of rad <laughs> Uh, and then they, they didn't get the bounty because it was technically a robot. Yep. But what I loved right. is they said, to your point, was they were like, there computer. are a lot of legal things about whether computers are people, yeah, exactly. but we just can't pay can't you right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode we didn't talk about, but it's also another good one, with the old man, the chess master, who mm-hmm. goes through this elaborate scheme you know, that they think is like a crime that they have to solve, and he literally just wants somebody to play chess with. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, that's cute. It's it's Ed. Well, that turned out bad. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, you like that. Anthony, what's your minor compliment? 
Uh, so for minor compliments, a lot of great things uh, we've given a lot of great compliments to the show, but sure. I want to get especially the m- cases. For my minor compliment, I want to say I love. Uh, you see this a lot in animation uh, in particular, but I love recurring like gag characters and Cowboy Bebop has a lot of those. Yeah. Specifically, there's the three old men who, <laughs> yes. oh, oh my God. who constantly when pop up throughout the series and they're always in like a different place. It's like, how did you get here? What are you when they're in the casino. Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always uh, complaining. The I same built dynamic. that gate yeah. or I dug that ditch and we all were there. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's and then there's, they have, there's a I, catch Phrase. It's yeah. like um, we 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 planted them like there was no tomorrow, or we dug like there was no tomorrow, or we built oh, yeah. like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, like it's the yeah. oh, you know there's sounds like, like there's it sounds no like the beginning of the joke where the guys, you know, the old like, street joke where the guys like I built this bar, but no one calls me Jonah the bar yeah, builder. Yeah. <laughs> nope. But you talk okay. sheet. Yeah. Anyway, it's like but I built the boat, and they don't call me Jonah the boat builder, and then the guy's like, so what? And he's like, well, but you fuck one sheep. Anyway, that's the end of the joke. It's <laughs> Joke. But that's what those guys sound like. They're like, we were all there. We were all space miners, but you fuck one yeah, goat. I like them a lot. And they they just they they use them sparingly. Yeah. It's they're not like in every episode, but they pop up. And I just I like that consistency a lot. Yeah, it's that rad. bonus uh reward system, which yeah, exactly. if you watch enough, you get rewarded with these little things. Yeah, that yeah, like cool. you know how funny like beef and peppers is or beef and broccoli yeah, exactly. is. Yeah. Yeah, bell peppers and beef. Bell peppers and yeah. beef. Uh, One time it's broccoli, but then oh, it goes it? back to bell peppers. I feel like in a show like this, you kind of have to do something like that. Because yeah. at a certain point, you're like, is this even really, like, are we making the same show? Like, without yeah. certain things that carry over from episode to episode. Right, like, right. some of the standalone episodes, you're like, if you swap Spike out for somebody else, you're like, we could just name this a different show. Yeah, <laughs> it's a loosely yeah. based on Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do have an advanced challenge for anyone who is a diehard Cowboy Bebop advanced fan. Advanced challenge? And this is wh- the way that I... What is that, and why do you get to do that on my show? <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I care a lot about it, and I use I do this for anime when there's dubs and subs, yeah. is to... Uh, listen to it watch it in English but turn on the English subs because they're translating the Japanese yeah. to yeah. English uh-huh. and the, the uh, vocabulary is different it's the different. sayings are different the timing's all different mm-hmm. so like you get it's a, it's a condensed way yeah. to appreciate some of like the like actual like original dialogue yeah. but to have them both so it's weird to be watching in English and reading in English yeah. but you get the actual Japanese translation yeah I mean you, it's a great so, example if you want to see like there's a, a legitimate you see how there's uh, tone differences you in see a like lot what things are lost yes, and, yeah. yes. some characters and don't how they added stuff right. and yeah. Cowboy Bebop this is one of the unique examples where they've actually added things to make sense that you got to the next part yeah. and where in Japanese version is, is a little bit more conservative like mm-hmm. they're a little bit more dry and brutal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's an incredible uh, to yeah, localiz- it's, it's pretty to deep. localization, right? Like yeah. that yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. such yeah. a specific craft that doesn't mm-hmm. get. And that's one of the cool things about getting into animes or like into like video games are another good example because you get so much stuff coming over. Like, and if you really get into like the people who do it and like the amount of work that goes into doing a good localization, right. that's just a chance because not just translating, nope. yeah. you're localizing, you're making yeah. it make sense, you're giving context. It's it's such a and it's one of those like. Especially somebody, I've been playing video games my mm-hmm. whole life, and I've seen the quality bad. get so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just cool. until it you used see, to be like, you see bad, bad ones. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You yeah. go back and watch all your base are belong to us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see a lot of that, and it's it's one of those things where the anime is another great example of just like it gets it's gotten so much better, and it's, yeah. just, it's such an interesting. Oh, what can you really? Yeah. Yeah. Make you appreciate something entirely different than and a, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. I never understood the. Uh, 
sub versus dubs mm-hmm. snobbiness mm-hmm. until I really started to get into it, like you said, and you realize mm-hmm. it's not that the American voices sound silly, which is oftentimes the case, yeah. but it's really just like through localization, the story sometimes it's literally different. changes yeah. because people, mm-hmm. or certain things don't come across, you miss small things there. So people are like, yeah, the, the, no, you gotta read it. There's yeah. also that thing with a lot of anime, especially stuff that was in America being marketed more as like a Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. they got Saturday morning cartoon to, voice uh, actors yeah. totally. doing performances like you kind of normally get in that instead yeah. of maybe a more measured, nuanced thing that they were doing over there, you know? Yeah, so, I, I like that they're putting more effort into it because it seems like as, as far as Hollywood goes, it's like free money. It's like if yeah. you just did a better job of making this, you could sell more of it in America and you yeah. don't have to write a show. Mm-hmm. You don't have yeah. to do all of the work of making a show. You just put good voice talent on it. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was nothing funny in there to end Sorry. on. <laughs> um, so just we'll something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> just a homework assignment and some yeah. stuff to dwell on. Just next time you're watching the credits of something, you know, stick around to that yeah. localization team. <laughs> Look see, and see who see really who did, did it. Yeah. See who you can hire next time you're yeah. localizing something. That should be your challenge. Come back with some of your favorite localization specialists. I just like that that localization team got paid. That's what I like. That is it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back in next week. Next week, we are talking about a Miyazaki movie. Ooh, which one? That's a good question. So there's currently a tie between uh, Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. I get it. Uh, I was leaning towards uh, Spirited Away because that's the one like I wanted to see as a kid and never got Mm. to. And I, but Princess Mononoke is so much darker. Yeah, it was one of the few that like seemed to make a big dent in like my limited pop culture. I mean, it won Academy Award. It was definitely you know a a bigger deal than Mononoke. It was the first Disney released uh, Ghibli film. Like Mononoke Have you was. seen either I've of them? I've not seen then? anything. I think that you will like Princess Mononoke more because there is a more fluid storyline yeah, yeah. and less weird shit. Yeah. And Spirited Away has my favorite amount of weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I really enjoy that. I, <laughs> I never I'm, got into Spirited Away or like really? Miyazaki in general because I was such a like an anime fan and I would go, oh my god, hey, do you like anime? And people would go, yeah, I love Spirited Away. And I'd go, that is not the same fucking yeah. Thing at all. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's like if someone was like, "Man, I really love cartoons," and you're like, uh, "You're like, oh, you mean uh, Bugs Bunny?" And you're like, "No, I've been watching. I wish I could finish this riff." Yep. What's a great? <laughs> like, or like, oh, I love Pixar films. I'm yeah. gonna really get into your. And then you're like, "No, I watch all this weird Cartoon Network shit." I only watch Minions. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, let's go back. You're like and I act love like I got Pixar it right. films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like the Minions. <laughs> yes, that's the riff. So let me try that again. So you're like, I. It's like if somebody came up to you and you're like, man, I love computer animation. You're like, like Pixar, and like, no, I'm just a big Minions fan. You you're know. welcome. because yeah, you know we what, Miyazaki films are constantly referred to as the Minions of Japanese <laughs> animation. There's sort of that same quality. Uh, I'm yeah, out of here. You're right. That's weird. Anyway, uh, if you want to try to break that tie, though, it's still up to the Meat Buddies. So if you have last second. And voted did go back and end the meet buddy voting area and yeah I mean choose. both will have good conversations Spirited Away is definitely more abstract and sort of surreal Princess Mononoke is but definitely more of a stuck in there yeah it's definitely more of a nuance like 
there's no villain in Princess Mononoke, and it's amazing because of, like there's just so many interesting things in that movie. Yeah, uh, very good storytelling. Yeah, it's great. The best way to break the tie though is to become a Meat Buddy. Go to readership.com/slash/meatbuddies, uh, and you can help vote on all of our upcoming topics, also or the bulk of them. And uh, thanks again to Baroness Von Moneybags for joining the uh, Meat Buddy list uh, this time around. And uh, lastly, thanks to at Anthony Lopez Part Two for being here. Always See you, Space Cowboy. And thanks at Uncle Kate. See you, Space Cowboy. At C-A-I-T. <laughs> and uh, you can check out Thomas's writing at clickedintoplace.wordpress.com. Clicked and into Twitter. Place. I occasionally You do Twitter? Up, yeah. Okay. Lundi Gras. That's spelled L-U-N-D-I-G-R-A-S. Lundi Gras. All right. And I yeah. promise if you follow me, for e- I will tweet specifically for you. I need just I well, need more how, people. Uh, yeah, I need more people. It I'm is like, individualized. Yeah. That's impressive. Cool. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, talking to us, Thomas. Absolutely. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Take care. Goodbye. Ooh, ooh.